In this week's SME Corner, we speak to Togozile Manguiro, the founder of Nilotica. Togo, tell us about your business. What is Nilotica all about? Well, Nilotica is a hair care brand, an ethnic hair care brand, uh-huh. formulated for extremely dry hair. So if you research ethnic hair, you'll see that the structure of our hair is curly and the natural oils do not go down to the hair. So our hair tends to be very, very dry. And from that, research then created a brand called Nilotica around ultra hydration Mm. and nourishing the hair um, with plant-based ingredients in the product. Right. Now, why go this route? Is there such a big need? There's a huge need. You, You would be very, very surprised. So I've been growing my hair for a very, very long time, about 15 years. And in growing my hair, struggled so much with finding products that are, that say they deep moisturize, but actually did not work for my hair. Uh-huh. And I did quite a lot of research, walked around and saw that most of our products on the shelves are international. Then I started researching around ingredients that could actually, um, natural ingredients that could actually nourish the hair. Found shea butter, got excited. Yeah. And when I put it on, yes, it penetrates, it's beautiful, but it doesn't nourish just by itself. From like the that. root. I then started formulating um, the entire range. It started off just with the moisturizer. How do you deep moisturize hair and keep it in for two, three days? You don't have to moisturize daily. Yeah. Um, and for about two and a half years, formulation happened, testing happened, and eventually Nalatika came out with a a range of four products. We call it the Shea and Cocoa Collection. Right. And it's it's obviously inspired by the shea butter, the Nilotica shea butter from the Nile region of Africa, and coconut oil, which is an African asset as well. Mozambican got coconut oil. Um, yeah, so I'm very passionate about where my ingredients come from. Are they African? Are they locally sourced? And I guess my product is quite green as well. Mm. So yeah, we promote green beauty into your natural hair. So what did it take to formulate the product? A lot of hard work, effort, research, yeah, um, and approaching a a professional formulator. All right, um, and it takes quite some time because you need the product itself to do exactly what you say it does. Mm-hmm. So you had the formulator create something, send it to us, we test over and over. So I guess I was my guinea pig, my own guinea pig for <laughs> <laughs> for the hair care. And, um, yeah, it's all around creating the right until it comes out right. And you have to be patient enough to wait that long. Yeah. Um, I think it took quite a long time. I even grew impatient. So, yeah. With that said, what challenges have you faced in this journey? I think um, this type of journey is very lonely. You're all alone. You're kind of running a marathon by yourself. Um. And you, 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 you make it work as you go, mm. basically. So uh, in terms of the formulation, I mean, just before we launched, we found that the rand kind of flip-flopped. Oh, yeah. Some of the ingredients were international. I only found that right at the end, mm. little things like that. We actually, you don't have full control of the formulation. Yeah. So as much as you are part of the creation, you're part of you know what ingredients go in, some of them may be sourced internationally. And right before 
we went for launch, we found out that the ingredients were international. Mm. I then found a wonderful uh, manufacturer down in Cape Town, sat with them, and they were able to source uh, locally, which I'm excited about. So yeah. everything in the product is sourced locally. Um, I think that was the biggest challenge. And then after launch, oh my gosh, you're going against the biggest... I mean, the hair industry is so competitive. And it's huge. And huge. So, I mean, I think when I created the product, it was all around product, product, product. When it had to be business, mm. wow, different ball game. Yeah. You're, going, you're going into a market. You're going against the biggest of industries. And that that can scare you at yeah. times. And that's a challenge as well. So, I mean, it's, it's a step by step. Until it's done, it's a challenge. It took a while just to get launched the product is, I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful product. So glad we got there. How has the business been received so far, the product itself? So um, f- just from the, the, the launch of the product, the feedback has been amazing. And I think as an entrepreneur, you kind of, it's your baby. You are afraid. You are waiting for the negative feedback. And the amount of positive feedback with people putting it in their hair Mm. smelling it and saying it is the most amazing I've never felt anything this nourishing has been so motivational keeps keeps us inspired to go um, and so I'm so excited about getting this product into as many hands as possible mm. um, if you are a person who's moving away from chemical chemicals in your hair mm-hmm. and go for nilotica if you're a person that is struggling with maintenance of your natural hair go for nilotica if You've got a little daughter with natural hair. Go for Nalotica. It is green for, it's good for your hair. It's green ingredients, you know. So I, I think the business, it's going to get there as a big business. But currently the feedback that we're getting is absolutely amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. In your view then, do SMEs have enough support in South Africa? What are your views on the entrepreneurial space in the country? So I think it's it's twofold. Um, I think there are a lot of opportunities that are out there for South African entrepreneurs in terms of access to funding, mentorship programs, and so on. I then think on the other side, if you're the entrepreneur and you try to access that that funding and so on, there's a lot of loops that you have to jump through Mm. a lot. So in terms of getting a business running quickly in SA, it might take a lot longer than perhaps other countries that I've researched. So um, I think, yes, the opportunities are there. It's around the hard work. Entrepreneurship is not just it's going to happen overnight. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a long, long journey. And it's about the implementation more than anything. And kind of adopting the entrepreneurial lifestyle, meaning it's not like when I used to work, um, or you work certain hours, it's continual. Yeah. It's last night I didn't sleep. It's, it's every day. Most definitely. That said, how would you advise a young entrepreneur looking to start up? They need to. So let me let me just step back into how we launched and then what we learned after that. Um, When we launched, as I said, when we launched Nalatika, it's all around the product and the beautiful product I've created. Um, And then I incubated the the business with our two projects, and only then found out why didn't you do a market research? I said, no, but mm-hmm. my market research was around reading online and seeing the need. Yeah. But then did you talk to people? No, I didn't do that part. Mm. Or did you, what, what is your target market? What is your niche? 
and there are certain steps that you should actually do before you start a business. Yeah. I think young people out there have these opportunities but actually don't know how to run a business and it's important to then for your own business for your own sake of growing a sustainable business join an incubator read up as much as you can research the business that you want to get into research your competitors mm-hmm. you know and understand the business you're going into know that there is room for you to actually grow even yeah um so that was our learning curve to understand that actually you're supposed to do all these steps before you actually just launch yeah um at our launch it was a great event also found out and someone said to me okay so why don't you have some media some form of media and it was one mm. of those actually didn't know mm. you know so there's so many learning steps as you go but i think if you want to start and you feel passionate enough about your business and you've done the research just start don't be so afraid that kind of opt out by yourself without yeah. anybody blocking you. Just Great advice. It. Where to then for Nalatika? Mm-hmm. What can we expect in the near future? We'll take over. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, we are now, as I said, there's a lot more structure. We are actually um, having the strategy of going more retail. Um, getting people on the f- on the ground to actually get this product, and I said, getting the product into as many hands as possible. Mm. So it's around our marketing plan going together with our distribution plan. Right. And distribution is a a challenge for now, but we are actually pushing the product into where people can walk in spaces and actually get the product. Wonderful. So yeah, working on that. Lastly, where do people find you, even just to interact with you on social media, on where to find the product and learning more about the product? So we have a a, a, a good enough presence online. We're on Instagram at Nilotica. We're on Facebook at Nilotica. Our website is www.nilotica.com, where you can read about the product, you can shop online, and we do on, um, overnight deliveries. Oh, wonderful. So your product does get to you pretty quickly, but I mean, I know other people do not want to wait. And hopefully next week we'll be in a salon. Coming up soon, just watch out on Instagram and you'll see where we'll be. Great news. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. That was Togozile Manguiro, the founder of ethnic hair care brand Nilotica in this week's SME Corner.